learn to fill the other areas of your life with meaningful things, you're becoming a much better leader as well because one area is influencing the other one. If you have peace at home, you are more effective at work. Welcome to Agile Leaders Conversations. Agile Leaders Conversations is a series of dialogues where we engage industry leaders in discussions of how they see and apply agility and navigate paradoxes as they lead and pivot in the new normal. My name is Chen Chen and I'm an executive coach who specializes in leadership agility. My guest today is Mr. Christian Kostner. Christian is a veteran sales leader who has a wealth of experience in leadership and coaching. Let me hand over the time to Christian to share a little about himself. Hello, good afternoon, Chun Chen. It's very great privilege to be with you today and to speak to you people around the world, especially in lovely Singapore. I'm very happy to do so. I'm a good number of years now in sales and over time I processed up my career to be more in leadership the last 10 plus years. This time I developed a really great desire to learn more about leadership and how to do this well. My daily practice is about business development and in leadership because in the last couple of years, the business model transformed a lot. I'm working for a small and medium-sized enterprise here in Germany, but what I'm doing is I help our daughter companies, our distributors all around the world to apply and to promote our products in a more effective way. So it's a lot of sales talks, getting on the job, but also investment in people and helping our partners to be more effective. Yeah, in this very important work of building capability, increasing effectiveness. Christian is joining us from Germany and it's now 1 p.m. in Singapore, so it is extremely early in Germany. Thank you so much for joining the call very early today. Christian and I connected on LinkedIn after he read my book. So here I want to invite Christian to share your thoughts of the book after reading it. Yeah, I made a lot of notes with the book and it's a great book. So if you had not the chance to buy it, I highly recommend it. What I really liked about the book, it's really practical. In the beginning, I thought it's very easy. Then I came to realize that there's a lot of deep thoughts below the book. And it took a couple of chapters for me into coming along with the meaning of it. And there was one chapter which resonated very much because it reflected my life at a certain time, and that was chapter eight. In this example, you mentioned a person called Kelly. Kelly is one of these ambitious executives early in her career. She is used to be promoted every couple of months or years. And she's constantly switching companies and being promoted one step after the next one. You met her probably at a time where she came to a plateau with no further rise. Usually at this stage, you have a time of self-questioning where you think, shall I just switch jobs in order to get the next excitement? What you described to Kelly was rather a holistic picture of being a leader. And she realized that now it's a time to do things beside work and to get a more complete understanding what life is all about. What resonated very much with me was uh, the picture of this tree. That is not tree with just one branch, your career and learning, but it's rather a more holistic picture about family, 
the relationship with the parents, the relationship with your inner self, this draws a picture of a more complete person. When I was a bit younger, you were really ambitious, really wanted to excel in life. I realized that this is not enough because I neglected relationships with my family and with other people around me. So it really showed that even there's not immediate process in the career, you learn to fill the other areas of your life with meaningful things, you're becoming a better leader as well. Because one area is influencing the other one. If you have peace at home, you are more effective at work. If you're good at work, you're probably a more holistic person with yourself. And if you're doing some reflecting on what's going on in your life and adjusting different areas, then the complete picture becomes much more holistic and whole. Christian, you point out one thing that is really key for leaders to understand. To advance in our career and to be better leaders, what we need is probably to also take care of the other parts of our lives which are equally important and make sure that we can continue to grow as a person, as a result, become much better leaders. What I found out, it has a lot to do with your mindset. So the word mindset, it means where you set your mind and where you concentrate on. And I realized that a lot of focus, especially in our world, is just money, prestige, out appearance. And then when you have just a mindset, you're missing a lot of life because you're missing a lot of family time. You're missing a lot of other activities which could enrich your life. It's important to realize that your identity is not connected with your job. Sometimes you have to realize that if you're struggling or if things are not going smooth, it's not all about money and prestige and status. It's more about what is inside you. I think materials mm. are only one aspect of what's important in our lifetimes. And given that we only live once, perhaps this is a question yeah. that leaders can ask themselves and gauge how are they measuring their lives. There was a definition of leadership agility and paradoxes in the book. So I'm wondering how you see leadership agility and paradoxes from your point of view. That's a very good point. I think in our world, which is described as the VUCA world, volatile and constant change. When I go back to the time of my parents, my father, he stayed for over 40 years in one company. Basically, that is the way the generations before him were also used to do they hardly think about change. For us, change is just part of daily life. And that is something what a lot of people still do not realize. They're thinking back about the good old times. But we, especially as leaders, we have to be agile and keeping our mind set on the proactive mode to be anticipative, initiative, driven, looking for opportunities. Because nowadays, it's very difficult on one side in business. But on the other side, there are more opportunities today than there was ever before. And everyone can reach it, especially because of modern technology, the internet, the possibility to do business with different cultures. So the key for our leader is to be agile and then transform the agility into your area of reach, not in the organization in general, because that's usually too big, but people you're interacting and keeping them agile adapt to the change in the world around you. So there is that keeping a lookout for the opportunities that are available, recognizing that things are not the same as before, that we are actually changing 
every day and that is going to be a norm. There's probably much lesser of staying in the same company for a long time. Even among my clients who are very tenured, they stay with companies for a long time. They are still evolving and still able to be agile, grow and change in that same company. Yeah, and the thing is, you have to always keep learning. That is one of the things which is value of myself, the lifelong learning. And this involves not only the mental aspect, but also the practical aspect. For example, for the people over 50 or 60 to be able to use videos, making videos on LinkedIn, YouTube, adopting to things like TikTok. That keeps the brain alive and agile as well. And younger people can learn from the older people about a lot of things also. So what I see right now, especially in the millennials, I see a very big desire to learn from older people, but I also see a lot of older people willing to learn from the younger ones. I think that's great what is happening right now, that people, despite of their age, trying to learn from each other. Mm-mm. So this spirit of lifelong learning that is associated with leadership agility, intergenerational connecting. It's not just the younger generation who can learn from the older, more experienced generation. It's also the other way around. The more mature leaders can also learn from the younger ones, especially when they are digital natives. This is a mindset as well, because if you think as a leader, you are the smartest cookie in the room, then you're probably in the wrong room. Whoever I meet, I can learn something. Even if it's just learning, most people I meet, I find very inspiring because they are usually experts in a niche, which I am not an expert. So I can connect my experience and my knowledge with their experiences in their industry. And together I can form an offer, which is a win-win situation for me and my company, as well as for their company. What is your advice for veteran and aspiring leaders out there? most important thing is that you're working with a good coach. I had at various stages in my life a coach and some mentors listening and trying to help me to connect with my inner self. A lot of people and leaders are afraid of that. They are afraid because they don't know what's coming out. What I realized is you can only reach a certain level without understanding yourself. Because in the end of the day, everything you do is triggered by your inner self, by your values, by your past experience, by your emotions. If you're not dealing early in life, it will come out later at a point where you cannot handle it anymore. And then it needs much more time and energy to fix it. That is actually the younger generation is much more aware than the older generation. And it's not a sign of weakness to asking for help and to employing a coach. So I would advise you get as much help as you can, read, study, but have a continuous reflection and use someone what is more experienced with intelligent questions to help you move to the next level. Because without the thinking, you will only be able to reaching a certain plateau and then not improving anymore. Very wise words. Uh, you are talking about this personal mastery for leaders and being connected with our emotions. It's just a matter of time, whether it will come out now or come out later. If later it does, sometimes the consequences can be a little bit more expensive and it's better to start this inner journey earlier than later. So personal mastery is one. Asking for help is not a weakness. I think that was another very wise thing that you said. 
Yeah, this is really great. And read more, reflect and, and things like that. Thank you so much, Christian, for spending your precious time early morning sharing your insights with us. And I'm sure for the viewers, you might be interested to know more about how to collaborate and learn from Christian. He's really a very experienced sales leader. Christian, could you share with them where and how they can find you? Yeah, very well. I'm very happy to connect to everyone on LinkedIn. And also, I have a weekly video blog called Leadership Wednesday. Just follow the hashtag Leadership Wednesday or hashtag Christian Kastner. And I share my 50 cents of leadership of personal development on a weekly basis. There are over 60 episodes already available. If you want to connect with me and ask a specific question, I'm an open networker and I am very happy to help or to share. Thank you so much. I think sharing your insights is definitely one of the best gifts that a leader can give to everyone. So I will insert Christian's LinkedIn. Thank you so much for making time again and let's stay in touch. Thank you very much for reaching out and make sure that you buy the book. It's a fantastic read. Thank you for having me on the show. Choo -choo.